Good afternoon once again, Cougar Nation, BYU women's soccer fans. Welcome to our weekly Facebook Live show. I'm Greg Grubel with the head coach of the BYU women's soccer team, Jennifer Rockwood. Jen, good to see you again. Thanks. Good to see you too. So BYU was on a two-game road trip last week. I got one of the two games in. I got the LMU win, and then I was on the road to East Lansing, Michigan, while you guys played Pepperdine in Malibu. I was 1-0 last week. Um, yes. the, te the team went 1-1, one one, sadly. Yeah, you guys got it done on Saturday, and unfortunately we didn't quite get it done. We were close. I still say no PK, but my opinion doesn't matter. So, <laughs> so. Jen's referencing the one goal scored against BYU yeah. last weekend. It was in Malibu. It was a PK late in the match, and it uh, was a 1-0 setback for the Cougars at the Waves, made the weekend 1-1. Mm -hmm. one one. Now, RPI-wise, mm -hmm. uh, you were, I think, up to three last week, and I think mm -hmm. today you're sitting at four. And, and so yeah. the split decision, road win at LMU, a road loss to Pepperdine, still puts you in more or less the same ballpark. Sure. I mean, both those teams are quality, quality programs who uh, had great seasons so far, have been, uh, you know, RPI was in the 30s, so that's a really high RPI, you know, considering there's 330 teams. Um, Pepperdine's ranked, so I think we went in at three RPI. Uh, after uh, we lost to Pepperdine and we dropped to six, but then all the games that went on uh, yesterday that we have no control of, all of a sudden we popped back up to four. So, you know, obviously we don't have a lot of control over that, but you always cheer for the teams that you beat mm -hmm. uh, or that you've had on your schedule to, to do better, and that helps out. And we've got a lot of teams that we've had some good success with our tough schedule that uh, have held strong. So Yeah, so BYU 11-2-1 uh, overall now in League 2-1-1. After going one on one last week uh, on the LA swing, so Pepperdine uh, wins the first place showdown. Mm -hmm. you need a little bit of help now to get back where yep. you want to be at the end of the season. Yeah, we do. You know, you don't like to be in that situation, but you know, we've won the uh, the conference last three years with uh, one loss and one tie, uh, and so hopefully, you know, we can um, be that much more motivated. We've, we've got to we've got to put some more balls in the back of the net. We've been scoring a lot of goals, and uh, you know, we we haven't scored as many in these last three four games, and uh, a lot of teams are you know, playing some great defense and, and getting numbers behind the ball, and it's taking away a lot of the space that we've uh, worked in earlier in the season. And so we've just got to find some different ways to score. And uh, I think Pepperdine being our third game in six days was also very challenging, especially for our starters. That's a, that's a lot to ask, especially uh, with the high pressure that we play. Mm -hmm. um, you know, I still think we, we got off to a really good start in the first half, and it didn't fall for us. And we just got to even be more hungry and more anxious uh, to put some balls in the back of the net. Because I think our, the rest of our opponents, I believe, will probably do the same thing. BYU 35 goals scored, eight against this season, uh, but two of the last four games have seen BYU not find the back of the net, but you did at LMU on Thursday. No highlights for you today, a couple mm -hmm. of road games, uh, but you did win 1-0, and mm -hmm. the goal you scored was uh, really pretty and came pretty early. It was. I mean, we um, we had talked, you know, at San Francisco, we didn't come out as strong in the first half, obviously went on to score four quick goals in the second half, and so we wanted to get back into that habit. Uh, of that consistency of strong starts, and, and we did that at LMU, knowing they were a great team. They haven't lost a game, I think, in 16 matches at home. Mm -hmm. um, you know, a night game, they, they've got lights out there since last year, so it's a great environment for us, and we got off to a great start. Um, did some unbelievable things in our combination and our attack, uh, attacking a as a team, and, um, you know, Nadia did a little back pass behind uh, to Murphy, and Murphy just made it look so easy, and at that point, you know, I thought we'd put a couple more in in the first half and, and we didn't and it it left LMU uh, kind of alive and you know they're a good team and so they stayed in it and it was a it was a battle to the end. The longer they stayed in it they gained more confidence yeah. and then it became it became a game you really had to kind of grind out to get the win mm -hmm. and you did you played smart mm -hmm. and, and
and played good uh, soccer to the end to get the three points. Yeah, it's never easy uh, at any game, but particularly in a conference and particularly on the road against great opponents. And so we did have our hands full uh, this week. And, you know, we went, we got two wins and a, and a loss, you know, not too bad, but three games in a, in a, in a week. And, and now we can, you know, like I said, try and find some different ways to score, continue to work on our finishing. We, we did create a lot of opportunities in those last two games that we didn't quite put away. So I think just some more reps. Uh, in front of the goal, with the which the girls love to, to practice anyway. So. Mm -hmm. Okay, now at Pep on Saturday, you did the quick turnaround from LMU Thursday to Pepperdine Saturday. Uh, you already said it was a penalty kick, and it did come pretty late, I think 75th mm -hmm. minute or yep. thereabouts. It was 0-0 mm -hmm. till then. Uh, describe what happened and, um, and how you kind of viewed it. Um, well, yeah, uh, the whole game in general, the first half, like I said, I felt we really had good control. Our, our, our midfield play was solid. Our, our defense, I mean, they didn't have really any looks, uh, anything in behind us. Um, but they were a very strong, organized defensive team. Um, they did a great job. Uh, when the goal came, um, it started going a little bit more back and forth, and the girl uh, broke down one side. Um, our defender didn't stay strong side, and the, uh, their weak side forward kind of snuck in. Uh, Brinley, with her pace and her quickness, kind of was able to poke the ball away, got the ball, you could see it. Um, but uh, as she slid, took the girl out in the box, and the ref called a PK. You know, uh, that's all obviously his decision, um, but she did typically when you do get the ball, an all ball, uh, before mm -hmm. that you hit the player, it, it's, a, it's a clean tackle. Um, but, you know, we just can't put ourselves in that situation where they have those opportunities. Okay, so now it's a matter of moving on, and after three games in six days last week, a little more relaxed pace. You don't play the Thursday game, just one right. game this week. Portland coming into your place on Saturday. Yeah, it'll be nice these next two weeks. We've had a pretty uh, rigid schedule, pretty challenging and demanding physically, emotionally, mentally for our girls. Uh, it's nice to kind of sit back and just be able to focus on one big game. I mean, obviously, every game's big, but having Portland come here at our place, uh, homecoming weekend, you know, we hope to get a good... Uh, crowd here, um, but I think we'll be rested and anxious and ready to go. Now you won't have your leading scorer because Ashley Hatch will have other duties for the next uh, week or so, maybe mm -hmm. a couple of games she misses. Before we, in fact, after we talked last week, uh, the word came out she was getting the call up into the national mm -hmm. team training camp and, and so she'll go in this weekend. Uh, you lose Ash for a couple yep. of matches, but a uh, tremendous honor for her and for your program. Yeah, I'm super excited for her. She's worked really hard. She's having such a great year right now. And as I've mentioned so many times, really on both sides of the ball and just a complete player. Um, we'll, we'll certainly miss her, um, but excited for her. I think we've got people on our team who certainly can step up. And, and um, I'm not concerned about the game. You know, I think our team will, will be able to go out and play as well as we've been playing. Um, obviously, when you don't have your leading goal scorer, you know, the, you know some people are, are more panicked than we are, but we've got girls on this team who can, uh, you know, fill that in, fill that time in while she's gone doing her thing, and we're really excited for her and, and you know, a chance of her suiting up for the game at Rio Tinto mm -hmm. uh, that we actually all have tickets for. Um, that would be pretty cool. But just an opportunity to play uh, with those players. I mean, Carly Lloyd, all, you know, a lot mm -hmm. of big names are going to be there that she's going to be able to meet and train with and to be in front of Jill Ellis and the national staff. You know, that might be something uh, for her to be able to, to showcase herself to move on sometime in the future. The Rio Tinto match uh, against Switzerland is a week from Wednesday, mm -hmm. and we'll see if she gets in that. So here on uh, Facebook Live, we're interactive. Later in the program, we'll get some questions uh, from our audience for Coach Rockwood. If you make it on the show, you'll be getting a, uh, a BYU soccer scarf. These are also being uh, given out to the first 100 ladies through the turnstiles on uh, Saturday for the Portland game as well. So via Instagram or Twitter or Facebook, your questions coming up for Coach Rockwood in the third segment. But our second segment is always reserved for BYU players. Jen, tell us who we have coming in today here after the break. 
we have our left side, right side group here, uh, <laughs> Alyssa and Steph. Um, our starting outside backs who have really done a great job. Our defense is playing so well. It's always a priority. Alyssa, her first year, uh, BYU as a redshirt freshman, just continues to get stronger and stronger with each game. And, and Steph is just such a versatile player. I've asked her to play three different positions since she's been here. <laughs> And I could just probably, maybe next year we'll put you forward. I don't know. <laughs> but uh, they're doing an amazing job uh, right now, uh, and our defense is really, really solid. So real confident with them, and, uh, and they're, they're fun. They've, they've been playing together since, I don't know, they were probably like 10 years old, so they go way back. So it's fun to still have them playing together. Left side, Steph. Right side, Alyssa. Mm -hmm. Right? Yep. Left side, right side. Yes. Okay, good. All right, we'll talk to left side, right side coming up after the break. So, uh, Staff and Alyssa are with us. We'll have them next as we continue. This is BYU Women's Soccer on Facebook Live. Back in a Welcome back. Segment two of BYU Women's Soccer on Facebook Live. Greg Rubel joined today by our special guest to my far mm -hmm. right, outside back, Alyssa Jefferson, <laughs> and to my near right, outside back, Stephanie Ringwood Nay. Hi, guys. <laughs> Hi. Hey, Hi. So uh, the left side, right side thing, that's okay with you guys, right? Yes. All right. Now, uh, you used to not be uh, left side. You used to be a center back, at least mm -hmm. most recently here, a center back. And then before that, other things. Uh, where are you most comfortable on the pitch, and how's outside back fitting you these days? Um, I mean, it's hard to tell, <laughs> honestly. I still like, I feel like I'm a little more comfortable at center back still, because I played that over the summer and then the past year, but... I feel comfortable outside back too, and I've enjoyed outside back. So, and I was originally when I got brought back to defense, I played outside back for mm -hmm. spring, and so I'm just back to the outside back. <laughs> okay, Liz, how about you? The position that you play, um, how well does that fit kind of uh, your way of playing, and, and vice versa? It was hard for me at first because running up and down the sideline the whole time was tiring. I used to be a center back, and so I would just wait, run back once, wait, and so this constant like being in the attack, defending, being in the attack has been an adjustment, but I've really learned to like it. I think it's awesome. It's pretty fun. Okay, now, Jen said you guys go back a long way. Uh, <laughs> let's have each of you describe how far back you go. Um, my first memory of Alyssa is when we were probably, like, seven. She played on Avalanche. I played on Sparta. She was, like, way scary, but she was, like, <laughs> the best player on the other team. And then she eventually switched over to Sparta, and so then we became teammates. Yeah. Way scary yeah. because she was really good? She was good, and she was just, like... So intense all the time, and I only <laughs> knew her during games. And like Sparta and Avalanche were like rival teams, mm -hmm. and so it was, <laughs> yeah, it was always like our stressful game. And then she was just all business all the time. <laughs> How about you, Liz? When do you recall first playing against or meeting Steph? I I remember playing against all of them. Just when I was on Avalanche, they were so great. And so then I had to switch teams because it was. But I remember we, Steph. Oh, I almost called you Weez. I remember Steph on <laughs> because. We like I came to Sparta and I was like kind of the new you know little weirdo and then I like went to travel and my parents weren't going and so I just ended up going with the Ringwoods and that was the first time I was like oh hey Steph because before we had just been kind of teammates and then I think it was like when we actually became like friends like we actually like, interacted okay. more I feel like and, and then you were Sparta teammates for a long time I guess yeah. right mm -hmm. now so in the cool. high school you guys were different high schools mm -hmm. was that was that weird playing against <laughs> again against your your club teammate as frequently as you did. Yeah, it was super weird because um, our whole Sparta team, a lot of people like Busy, Maddie, Shay, they all played on Alta, and I played on Brighton with Nadia, and then Alyssa played on Jordan, so we would all have to play each other. Mm -hmm. And it was usually like Alyssa was, again, the best player on Jordan, <laughs> so <laughs> we'd have to watch out for her, but 
It was fun <laughs> to kind of be able to compete against each other too instead of just with each other. Did you ever have any confrontations that come to mind? It was kind of tough to like stay serious because you like we'd pull each other's jerseys or something, you know, and she like, like kind of joke. bickering, and then we're like, ah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Like after we go up to their families and stuff, so it was like right. hard to maintain that focus when we played each other because I feel like we were like, mess. We'd like try and be intense, and then we we're like, ah, what are you doing? Mm -hmm. So it was kind of fun. How about all coming to BYU together at the same time? What was that like? That was super fun. It was. I remember when we were little when we first came <laughs> to camp, and we were all like. 10 or 12, we were like, oh, we all want to come here, but we are like, there's no way they'll take all of us. And, so, and she took all of you, basically. I know, yeah, I know. It was like, when she took all of us, we were like, it was like a miracle to us, and it was so fun to <laughs> come in and know everyone in your class, and we just got to, I don't know, I feel like we have chemistry from playing growing up, mm -hmm. and then we're all super close friends, so I've loved it. Yeah, I think it's way fun. As people like started committing when we were sophomores. I was like, there's no way they're gonna, like, Busy would come in, and then it was like, oh no, that's one, you know, like, I did, there was, I never thought that all of us could get here, and so it was really exciting. I think it's been way fun. It's been awesome. So here we are, almost to three years later, and you're in the midst of a season that has you guys ranked in the top 10, RPI top 10, and uh, one of the best teams in the country, clearly. Um, Alyssa, how much fun has it been to be part of a team that's uh, making national noise these days? It's been a lot of fun. It's I like don't realize it, and then I'll get into a class, and people will be like, "Oh, you guys were like when we were second. Like, You're second in the nation." And then hearing other people like say it and notice us is kind of like, "Yeah, we are. We are good." Like you realize how. It, I don't know. It's just a lot of fun. Everyone's so good, so talented. Like it's a lot of fun. Now, Steph, the rankings are something that that you know BYU fans are used to from the team. Um, when you came into BYU, was it something that you felt like uh, this is just what we do and so it's not really that big of a deal to you still think it's a pretty big deal to be ranked as highly as you are yeah it honestly to me feels very surreal like it doesn't feel like we're ranked that high I mean like I know we are but it is like I'm just used to it and mm -hmm. even with like Ashley getting called up to the national team it's like when I see other players from other teams do that I'm like oh that's they must be like way good you know and mm -hmm. then when Ashley gets called up, it's just like normal, <laughs> but like it's not because I'm like, oh, that's way awesome for her, and she's an awesome player, and it, I don't know, it's just surreal that yeah. it's us. Listen, <laughs> describe uh, how you guys found out about uh, Ashley getting her call up. Um, we were going in for devotional when we got to LMU, and we were all in the team room, and before the demo started, they were uh, Jen was just like, hey, so I'm just letting you guys know, so you don't hear it from like social media first. She's like, from us. Um, Ashley is given the opportunity to go try out for the national team, and only a few of the girls, like 11 or something, college girls, have been given this chance. And the last person that had it was Alicia, and so it's like it's a great opportunity for Ashley. And we were all like, "What? No way!" Yeah. Freaking out. It was really cool. And you guys plan to be in the stands at Rio Tinto, so you hope she gets yeah. in the game. Yeah. That'll be, I mean, you talk about yeah. surreal. <laughs> Watching your teammate in the red, white, and blue with you guys Seriously. in the stands would be pretty crazy, wouldn't it? Yeah, yeah. definitely. It's crazy, like going from practicing with her. To then watching her like on yeah. such a mm -hmm. high level, right. it's like we see her every day playing and yeah, slicing. Like, oh, it's just Ashley. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's like I, it's like Ashley. Weird. Yeah. I <laughs> Let's have each of you guys talk about the one and one week last week, the LMU win, the Pepperdine loss, then we'll move on. Please, uh, Liz. <sighs> LMU felt like should have been way more like easy. No, okay, not that much. But anyways, I feel like we could have killed them, and we got the win, so it's fine. Like you can be happy with the win, no mm -hmm. matter what. Pepperdine is a tough one. Anytime you lose on a PK, it sucks. Especially when you felt like you... I feel like we dominated a good portion of the game, and so not being able to score the goals we needed or keep it out so that even the like the PK play didn't happen, 
It's just kind of frustrating because I felt like we were just so much better. But we just like, they still had this hope the whole game and you could feel their hope. Mm -hmm. And so when we didn't put away any goals, it kind of like left them believing. Even though we were dominating, they still were like, well, it's still 0-0. Zero, zero. Even though we're getting killed, it's still 0-0. Zero. And so I think that hope's the only thing that kind of led them to that. And so I think we just need to take that away as soon as we can. Mm -hmm. yeah. But, um, yeah, same thing. I feel like LMU, we um, definitely should have scored more goals. I feel like it should have been at least 2-0 at halftime and then we just couldn't get it in the back of the net and we didn't have as many like good opportunities as we typically do in games but we came off with the win and then Pepperdine it was kind of the same feeling as LMU like we couldn't score and it's like frustrating especially for us as defenders because we're like oh we're so close but and then we feel like, I mean, we can help as outside backs with the scoring, but not mm -hmm, it's right. not our main role. And and so it was just hard to, I don't know, to have them score on us, and it was a tough loss. But. Well, you're still in the conference title chase. need a bit of help, <laughs> but all you can do is go out and win games. And like Coach said, it's happened before. For BYU, takes a loss in league, and you still come back and win the championship, so that's still mm -hmm. in the mix, obviously. All right, uh, we're going to end up with what is now a traditional segment on the show. <laughs> It's uh, how well do you know your fellow outside back this week? <laughs> all right, now these are five questions and only two options for each girl, all right? So there's no other third or fourth choice or hemming or hawing. You simply have to pick one or the other. Uh, I will ask Steph what she thinks Alyssa will answer. Alyssa will then get the same question and guess what Steph might answer. And you get two options on either one. We're starting with football movies. Football movies. Steph. Well Alyssa, well, Alyssa say she would prefer, and again, you don't have to love either or both movies. You'd have to guess what she might say. Well, Alyssa say, remember the Titans or the blind side? I'm going to go with the blind side. Yeah, I love the blind side. Okay. Well, Steph, go. Remember the Titans or the blind side? Remember the Titans. Yeah. <laughs> right on. Good favorite. for you. Good. Yeah, good. Uh, Excellent. Okay, there we go. Uh, one for one. Uh, next, we're going to the restaurant on this one. Uh, will Alyssa say super salad? <laughs> Caesar salad, 100%. Okay. Okay. Yep. Okay. Uh, Steph, super salad for Steph. Hmm. Salad. I'll go salad. I would probably go soup. Oh, no. <laughs> Which soup are we talking about? Uh, my favorite is baked potato. Baked potato soup? Yeah. yeah. My, my French onion guy, if you ever go to Olive Garden, the Zupa Toscana is, I'm telling you. All right. Um, there's potatoes in that. You'll like it. All right. Um, third, female singers. Uh, will Alyssa go Beyonce or Rihanna? Beyonce. Beyonce, for sure. Okay, and then for Steph, Beyonce or Rihanna? Beyonce? Yeah. Okay, good. Two Beyonces. All right. Uh, Queen B, the kids call her. <laughs> the kids call. Uh, number four. Question number four. Um, so you've got a chance to spend uh, a day watching BYU play at one of these two venues. Will Alyssa say Lavelle Edwards Stadium or the Marriott Center? Football hmm. or basketball? I'm going to go with Laval Edwards. Football? Mm -hmm. Okay, yeah, Edwards. Okay, will uh, Steph say Laval Edwards Stadium or the Marriott Center? Hmm. Is it cold? If it's cold, I feel like she would <laughs> rather go than Marriott. I'm a big Marriott. Yeah, I probably would. Okay. Basketball well, well, games are shorter. And <laughs> there you go. We'll call that, we'll call that a fourth one. Okay. Um, and the last one. Um, is Alyssa more of an early bird or a night owl? Um... <laughs> She's kind of both, but I would say early bird because whenever I room with her, she wakes up at like six. 
Okay, and go with early, early bird. bird. Okay, after Steph, early bird or night owl? Night owl. Yeah. Not early bird <laughs> owl. Okay, they know each other pretty well, <laughs> folks. All right, nice job, guys. Good to have you on, and good luck against Portland this weekend. Thanks, Thanks Kay. All right, Alyssa <laughs> Jefferson, Steph Ring with May. Jen Rockwood's next with your questions or answers on BYU Women's Soccer Facebook Live. Back after this. Every week on BYU Women's Soccer Facebook Live, we take questions from uh, Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook for Coach Jen Rockwood. This is that time when we do just that. If you make it on the show today with your question, you'll be receiving uh, one of these BYU soccer scarves that will be given out to the first 100 uh, women into the stands on uh, Saturday night for the home game against Portland. So this star scarf is going out then and to anyone who makes it on the show today with a question for Coach Rockwood. All right, here we go. Uh, from uh, Bradley Pilkington on uh, Instagram. What was your initial reaction when you heard Ashley Hatch was invited to the U.S. Women's National Team Camp? Oh, just super excited for her. A little surprised, um, only because uh, most of the girls that are that kind of go through there's kind of a system, right? I mean, they start with a U. You know, a lot of times you're on a U19 track, then U20s, U21s, and, and so Ashley hasn't really been in that track. Uh, you know, and um, she's been doing it just because of what she's been able to do, I think, these last couple years uh, with her, with BYU and how well she's done and, and the exposure that she's gotten um, playing at such a high level, especially this year, leading the country in goals. So, so kind of surprised just because she's not one of their typical, you know, kind of kids that comes through the system. Bit of an outsider in a uh, way, very, yeah. Very much, uh, very much so, um, but super excited that they're willing to kind of take a look at you know, one of the kids who's playing the highest level in college soccer right now. And so I think it'll be Ashley and a couple girls from Stanford. There's only three college players mm -hmm. that have been invited into this camp. So I think it says a lot for uh, for what she's been able to do this year. Uh, and I'm just pleased. I know a lot of the, the college coaches that have seen her play also that have U.S. soccer connections kind of relayed um, their, um, you know, excitement about yeah. Ashley uh, and her potential for the future. It's clearly she's opening a lot of eyes from those coaches yes. nationally, and they say, you got to look at this kid. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. All right. Uh, Kitty Howard Coker uh, with a question for Jen. Uh, what do you feel, what area do you feel still needs the most improvement, and what area is doing better than you thought it might be at this point in the season? I think they're almost one and the same. I think the fact that we've been able to create and score a lot of goals, which is one of our big emphasis uh, after last year, um, but after we've been uh, playing these last few games and kind of teams trying to take away a lot of our space, a lot of our opportunity to counter, you know, Pepperdine, uh, a lot of times once we got in the attacking third, had seven, eight, sometimes nine people behind the ball. Um, and so we just have to continue getting those reps and having more confidence in front of the goal. Um, we did create looks uh, in both the LMU and the Pepperdine game that didn't go in for us. Um, and so I think it's just a lot of reps. So continuing uh, to work on our attack. Uh, our defense is really solid right now. We just need to keep working on our attack. Okay, excellent. Uh, let's go with uh, this one from uh, Coogs fan and Go Blue. Coogs fan underscore Go Blue uh, Instagram question. Since Rachel Boaz has recovered from her hand injury, what are your plans for the goalkeeper rotation moving forward? Yeah, it becomes really challenging. Um, it's a it's a it's a good issue and problem to have when you have two outstanding goalkeepers. Um, you know, Rachel is back. She's in training. Uh, she did play in the LMU game. You split halves in that we game. We did split halves in that game. You know, Hannah has, uh, we've had a Hannah in goal now for nine, ten games, um, which we've we've done very well. And so, you know, as a coaching staff, you kind of don't want to change things that have gone well. You know, that's a, obviously a very unique position. Uh, Hannah's done a great job. She's a great leader for us. But obviously, we want to give Boaz an opportunity to get back on the field again, and and so that becomes a little tricky. You don't necessarily want to rotate keepers because it is a 
you know, it's kind of an all or nothing position, different than a field player there. You can give them a few minutes here or there. So, you know, we hope to be able to get Boaz some minutes over these next uh, few games. Um, but as we go into this uh, weekend, Hannah's our starting keeper, and uh, she's done a great job. So we have two fantastic keepers right now. Okay, and finally today, uh, this is from um, Spencer on Twitter. What advice do you have for my eight-year-old daughter who loves BYU soccer and has dreams of uh, playing for BYU just like uh, Alyssa and Steph did back in the day, I guess? I love that. I remember those kids when they came in as a 10- and 11-year-olds. Uh, such a great little Sparta team. I actually ended up following them and followed them quite closely, uh, mm -hmm. having so many on them. But, um, you know, just love the game. There's so much you can do on your own without your team. You need to obviously find a team that you uh, feel good with. You have good coaching, good competition, where you can train against great players every day. Um, but there's so much you can do on your own. So uh, keep that love and that passion alive. Um, come to BYU camps. Come to BYU camps. Uh, we put a lot of kids through camps, and we, we use it as a huge recruiting tool. I mean, I, Ashley Hatch wouldn't be here if she hadn't come to our camps, most likely, um, because she didn't play on a, on a real well-known club team, you know, as, as a young kid. And, uh, and so we do a lot of our recruiting. All, of our, all the girls on our team at one time or another came to one of our camps, either for us to evaluate them or for them to to kind of check our program out as well. So it kind of works both ways. Okay. Well, folks, thanks for the questions on uh, Facebook Live this week. Good stuff. And again, every week, just uh, reach out to us via Instagram, Twitter, or Facebook, and we'll get you on with Coach uh, Rockwood. All right, this week, it's uh, Portland Saturday night, uh, just the one-game week uh, this week. Uh, rankings, two came out today, one will come out tomorrow, the coaches poll. And today's polls, uh, Hero Sports kept you at number three. That's a computer-based ranking. looks at a lot of things and kept you right where you were. Mm -hmm. You drop a little bit from, uh, from third to seventh, I think, in the top drawer soccer. Top 25 coaches poll comes out on Tuesdays, but I'm sure you'll stay in the top 10. RPI, as we talked about, top five again, kind of where you are. Um, your thoughts on where you are and what kind of challenge Portland uh, brings you this weekend? Yeah, um, you know, I think we had a little setback, obviously. I mean, we, we expect to win every game that we, when we step on the field, and so it was hard. I, you know, I'm not a very good loser, uh, uh, and the girls were frustrated. And, and uh, you know, I, I just know how much progress we've made after our, our Nebraska loss. And you can only hope that uh, we use that as motivation to work really hard. We have a whole week to prepare and to get better. Um, uh, I like where we're sitting right now. Obviously, we, we've got to take care of business and then hope that a couple other things happen. Uh, but we've set ourselves up uh, with five games left, uh, NCAA-wise, and potentially trying to play for a couple of uh, home games uh, as far as trying to stay high in that RPI. Mm -hmm. um, and so, yeah, we have a lot to look forward to. Uh, a lot of the season's still left, and I really think our best soccer is still ahead of us. All right, we wish you uh, and the team a good week of work, Thanks. and best of luck against the Pilots. We'll have the game on the radio for you on Saturday, 6.30 p.m. pregame and a 7 o'clock kick. We're back here with you for more Facebook Live uh, next Monday at uh, 4.30. So for the coach, Jen Rockwood, I'm Greg Rubel. Thanks for tuning in, and we'll talk to you next week.